This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Trump said on social media, on Truth Social, that he was boasting about uh, the debates, why he's not going to do it. He said, the public already knows who I am. Right. And he goes on at the end of the, of the post to say, I will therefore not be doing the debates, plural. It sounds like he might not do any of them. Uh, unfortunately, by skipping the debates, Joe, uh, Donald Trump may actually be helping Joe Biden because he's giving Joe Biden ex an excuse for not debating Donald Trump. That's one of the things that uh, Ronna McDaniel told the former president when she was trying to get him to do the first debate, but he said, nope, not going to do it. What specific actions has he taken that has helped and, and, and helped take the school boards over that, remember, are then going to remove the administrations of the schools, districts, and get down to cleaning out these schools in the Commonwealth? To be honest with you, Steve, very little. Um, the, the parental rights is, you know, largely been a listening session. Um, the laws haven't really been been changed. He, he doesn't have the laws. And the book banning is just using, that's just using the left's terminology. When you have books that are inappropriate for the age of the child, you don't give them to the child. We don't hand out trigonometry books to kindergartners because it's not appropriate. So nobody's banning books. And that's another, you know, microphone he could pick up and, and talk about and make it make sense to people. When when the left is out there calling you book banners, it's simply a matter of messaging. And let's bring in the president of the National Action Network and host of MSNBC's Politics Nation, Reverend Al Sharpton. So Rev, we, we're not gonna say that this is a cult. We don't know how to define cults. Mika doesn't know how to define cults. I don't know how to define cults. The uh, only thing I will say is at the same time, you look at this and see that uh, people are going to trust Donald Trump more than they trust their family. They're going to trust Donald Trump more than they trust their friends. They're going to trust Donald Trump more than they trust conservative media figures. They're going to trust Donald Trump more than they trust their leaders of faith by almost 30 percentage points, more than they trust their pastors, more than they trust their priests, more than they trust men and women of God. Uh, this, if, if you want to start digging into and studying whether this is a cult or not, and we don't know whether it's a cult or not, my gosh, we're just not qualified to make that assessment. Uh, I know that there are probably going to be a lot of a lot of people, a lot of really smart people who study cults looking at these numbers and going, wow, they they trust this failed reality TV host more than they trust 
family members, friends, religious. and religious leaders. It sounds, whatever it sounds like. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Come on. Denver, let me come in here. Hold it. Put, put a pin in it right there. That's so good. I may have to, I may play that throughout the day. I think it's our new mantra. And you saw Mika, poor Mika. She's sitting over there shaking her head. The poll, Trump, Trump trusted more than family, friends, conservative media figures, politicians, but uh, by almost two to one over religious figures. So they are officially in the mumble tank. Of course, President Trump has announced he's not going to any debates. I think the war room posse had a tiny bit to do with that. Murdoch's trap didn't work. It's Monday, uh, 20 August, year of our Lord, 2023, a packed week in Jackson Hole this week. The central bankers will get together as the world's economy um, teeters on what we call a credit event, a a massive uh, credit crunch led by the criminal element of the Chinese Communist Party. Of course, she will be in Durban, South Africa for the other important meeting this week, and that is the uh, now, I think, 60 nations coming together for this BRICS summit to look at an alternative currency at the very moment the uh, the yuan, which is the Chinese currency, and the ruble are under incredible pressure. All the talk is got to be some alliance between India and China to make this work. But they're looking at a some sort of a gold-backed alternative to the U.S. dollars. The de-dollarization movement continues unabated, while uh, China looks like it needs at least a trillion-dollar bailout. And they didn't really move very strongly today, just a, a slight... Uh, Movement on their interest rates on uh, short term, not even the five year or the five, um, yeah, the five year. So a lot of questions: What's coming out of Beijing? What can they actually do? They actually have any ability to stave it off? As we've warned you, look for a bailout by the Biden regime. The Secretary of Commerce is en route to Beijing right now. In Milwaukee, President Trump has said, "Hey, I'm not going to get on the stage with the Keebler Elves." And guess what? I'm never going to get on the stage with the Keebler Elves because the polling's out. We're going to have Richard Barris later. The polling out is absolutely blowout polling numbers. So why should you give the Keebler Elves a platform to, you know, be Keebler Elves? Just go about, you know, talk amongst yourself. We're calling for it. No, we, it, it, all War Room Posse members, become a force multiplier. Friends don't let friends watch Stevie, TV for stupid people. This Wednesday, make sure they do not watch the debate. There's nothing to listen to there. It's just a bunch of uh, uh, empty rhetoric, just word salads. With all that going on, uh, this continual um, financial crisis, there is uh, all types of reporting now about what Chip Roy put up over the weekend and about forcing Biden's hand to shut down his own government because of this massive overspending. Everybody's talking about what is going to happen when they return in September, because you can't start to fix the world's financial crisis until you fix one of the central problems of this. And this is the Federal Reserve continuing to print fiat money to pay for the $2 trillion per year uh, deficits we have on a uniparty that is out of control. Russ Vote has been at the tip of the spear of this. Russ, just, just... before we get to the details, just strategically, you see him coming after Trump. We're going to have Dershowitz on. They're trying, they're trying to come up now with the 14th Amendment. you got Federal Society. Uh, Newsom announced last night they're going to take Trump off the ballot in California. So they're coming at Trump on the 14th Amendment. The lawfare, Trump is going to probably do something down in Georgia this week. you got the lawfare element of it. You've got the, 
you know, you saw Yunkin and uh, and uh, Kemp on stage with Eric Erickson on the Never Trump movement. It's just it, they're hitting Trump from every angle, radical Democrats, all of it. But we got to get back to the crisis we're in now about about spending because we're not going to have Trump's not going to have any runway whatsoever when he returns in January of 2025. Russ, vote. Give us to tell us the battle plan here to set the stage for us. Well, I think the two are, are very connected in the sense that these congressional deadlines are leverage points, and they are leverage points that have massive media messaging opportunities. And this is the last leverage point. We talk about the leverage points all the time on this show, but this is the last leverage point before the election. There will be one in next September, but it's largely right before the election is never used. But this is the last real one where you have a year of of political relief without an election coming, where you can have a big debate on something that's shaping and impacting the country. And this is the moment where you have to go after the weaponization that's occurring against lawsuits against political opponents. We've now gone over the river with regard to we are now using legal and lawfare to in a, in a very Roman way, where if you were not out of if you're not in office, you're getting sued, and and that is not a, that is a that is a debate we have to take to the country. We have to take a debate to the country about the extent to which the FBI is weaponized, the border has been weaponized. So I think what some of the House conservatives are going to saying already and going to continue to say is that this has to be a big debate on the security of the country. Half the country is no longer secure, and there should be no funding to the extent that there is no security in this country. And that applies to the border, the Department of Justice, even energy security. And I think that will that debate will come to head in the next few weeks. And unfortunately, Kevin McCarthy is doing what we always know he would be doing. But what he's doing now is he's much more brazen about it. And he's out there right now conspiring with uh, Chuck Schumer to do a continuing resolution. We're just going to autopilot to avoid a government shutdown. And I think what's changed is that the American people want to shut down. They want to shut down weaponized government. That is the whole goal, and that needs to occur, and the debate that occurs needs to be about the, the way and the extent to which the government has been weaponized against the American people and convince more and more. A lot of us know it. A lot of us don't know it, and those people that don't know it, it's a dynamic debate to get their attention. Okay, this audience was so powerful during the January fight, the other fights that come up subsequent to that, the debt ceiling fight. <clears throat> What Russ is talking about, 30 September is the end of the fiscal year. The, the fiscal year for the U.S. government is not the calendar year. It ends at midnight on the 30th of September. So, therefore, they must have not just a budget passed, but more importantly is actually technically where does the money go, the appropriations bill. Now, Russ, uh, I got about a minute uh, here before we got to go to break because I want to play our – we're going to move our song up to the A block uh, today and going forward. Russ um, – I thought all this is going to be covered in the appropriations process. I thought that was all going to be taken care of. We're going to get our cuts. You know, everybody that, you know, all the people that were not the 70 that voted for McCarthy told us, oh, we're going to, you know, people that voted for the rule, all we, we were going to get all of our cuts, nothing to worry about, regular order. This is all going to happen by September. Where are we on that, brother? All nonsense. They have passed no appropriations bills. There is no path in sight to pass these appropriations bills in a way that will actually lead to cuts. We knew this. We predicted this. And now we're in this this situation where there's a pile up in the aisle. And we've got to do everything we can to make sure that they can't go forward 
by funding the, the worst parts of these agencies. And that's why I think it's going to be really vital for this message to prevail of no security, no funding, to really focus the debate on the weaponization that's coming. But unfortunately, you know, we've lost the leverage points because, you know, the Uniparty gave it away. But we do have an opportunity here to override the cartel. It is not something that a member of Congress can go home and, and explain to them, yeah, I just fully funded the FBI. No way. I just fully funded yeah. Mayorkas' DHS. We're going to break it all down. We come back. We're going to take a short break. We're going to play our song. Uh, we're playing songs that honor America, songs of original American voices, because we have pride not just in the month of June. We have pride in this country and pride in the foundational elements of the Judeo-Christian West every day here in the uh, in the war room. Uh, Russ Vos is going to join us. We're going to break down and go through exactly what he talks about, having a national debate now and not having a continuing resolution, but force Joe Biden's hand. Force Joe Biden to see what he will actually fund and won't to uh, make sure that he gets uh, that he shuts down his own government. Okay, Billy Joe Shaver this morning. Get behind me, Satan, with John Anderson. We'll be back in a moment. As central banks and countries like China, India, Australia begin transitioning to a digital currency, the Federal Reserve has been contemplating the same for the United States of America. With a digital currency, the government could track every single purchase you make. Officials could even prohibit you from purchasing certain products or even easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. These are some of the reasons concerned Americans reach out to Birch Gold Group. They want to have a physical asset that's independent from the U.S. dollar. Gold held tax-sheltered in a retirement account. Remember, gold held in your tax-sheltered retirement account. Learn if gold is right for you. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, 298-9898. That's Bannon, 989898. 
and Birch Gold will send you a free information kit today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold has been helping my listeners and viewers from the very beginning of the show. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold because of a central bank digital currency becomes reality. It'll be nice to have some gold to depend on. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, I think we've got, if Denver, if you have a, I think we have the uh, clip from Morning Joe with uh, Admiral Stavridis. Let me on Ukraine. Let me know. Give me a thumbs up when that's ready to go. I want to I want to play that for a Russ. Vote. So, Russ, I, I, when when this comes back, when people come back, I, I want to walk through exactly what's going on here, because hang on for a second. Let me just I want to play one thing and, and kind of tee you up this play. This is this morning on Morning Joe. Now, you remember on um, everything we've talked about with Harnwell over the last week about this uh offensive in Ukraine and it's Ukrainian field commanders are saying we can't do this anymore because you're killing too many of our young people and that's why it's ground to a halt. You're about to see the arrogance of the American pro-military escalation elite. Let's uh, hear Admiral Stavridis, the genius that's been on MSNBC now for a year and a half cheerleading that Ukraine's winning, Russia's about to collapse. Let's hear what this, this genius had to say this morning. Point one would be war is unpredictable. Um, I think in the intelligence is largely accurate in describing what you were told. Let, let's remember, just like in sports, um, things can change very quickly in, in the flash of an eye. Uh, last night, I watched uh, a tennis match, finals of the lead-up tournament to the U.S. Open. Spaniard Al Alcaraz playing against uh, Djokovic. Each of them held... Uh, match point several times through the match until Djokovic finally prevailed. War is unpredictable. Um, point two, I wouldn't count out entirely a Ukrainian breakthrough. They still haven't put the massive armor to work as effectively as we would hope. But bottom line, Joe, unfortunately. Let me have it. They keep going. He won't even. They've killed so many young Ukrainian men in this in this debacle. And here you have them. I wouldn't rule out a breakthrough. Remember, the Ukrainian. They said, "Hey, you're going to lose a ton of people for mass casualties, but you just got to keep plowing through." And the Ukrainians came back and said, "Hey, we can't take mass casualties now that we're actually doing it." Russ, vote. This is going to be an element of the Ukraine funding. But give us the overall picture when you talk about weaponization. We now know we're going to have almost a two trillion dollar deficit this year. That has to be paid for. And we know the Chinese are dumping government securities as quickly as they can dump them because they need the cash. Right. In, in this fiasco, in this total fiasco, is there anyone acting like an adult except for the Freedom Caucus, uh, your organization, the War Room Posse and a few others that are sitting there going, this has to stop. And if Biden has to shut down this government uh, in order for us to get it in front of the nation, uh, then so be it, sir. No, there are no adults in the room. And the people that negotiated the debt limit deal were concerned primarily about uh, permitting reform that didn't exist instead of the actual fiscal bills that our country is racking up on a day and weekly basis. And so 
but there are leverage points in which they, rec- they re- will need the people that just put out a statement, House Freedom Caucus, largely around the, the message of no security, no funding. So this is an opportunity. The House is very divided, and we've got a shot to stop this in its tracks. But it's going to be re- require pe- getting McCarthy back from the brink and using some of the institutional levers that they have. And one of the things that they will be up against, and I'm really glad you showed that clip, is that the hawks will be one of the main problems in the next month. The hawks demanding funding for Ukraine, putting unrealistic expectations with regard to the annual increases that are needed for just normal baseline defense. Of course, they're having to backfill what we're giving to to Ukraine. That is gonna be a major aspect politically of whether Republicans can, can hold strong and that is something that's going to have to shape out because the defense hawks have, have been one of the main reasons we ha- cannot control ourselves spending-wise is because of their artificial spending demands on the country. The, um, you know, and this is kind of common sense. Uh, but what we're asking for is common sense things because you have to get our fiscal house in order. We just can't continue like this. And now it's going to come up. Do you believe that, you know, we had 70 vote against us the first time, right? If even some corpus of that hangs tough here and maybe even pick up some people that have heard from their constituents, because everybody we talk to throughout the country, we go to conferences, we have congressmen, 100% their, their constituents say you must cut the spending. And if Biden's got to shut down the government, so be it. If McCarthy, because he's already flipped his cards over, he's working with McConnell and Schumer to do this continuing resolution. If McCarthy needs 40 or 50 votes if he's short, instead of coming back and really getting down to business about doing cuts, if he reaches out to Hakeem Jeffries again to really let Hakeem Jeffries run the deal, do you believe that that will initiate a motion to vacate? That we just say, hey, the cartel has proven they can't run this. We gave them nine months. They've lied about everything, and now they're jammed up. Do you believe that will lead to a motion to vacate? I do. And I think the, the, the fact that we won the debate so exhaustively with regard to the debt limit package being a complete disaster, we won it completely. And the members that are in Congress that were supportive of that debt limit say that often. They say, you know, look, in our districts, that thing was enormously unpopular. They can't sustain a repeat of that fight. And I believe that after having given McCarthy that that one-off, I think that the, the, the more conservative members will be keeping him on a short leash and heading into the next few weeks and months. Uh, I'm not making any prediction as to what they end up doing, but I would just say that in terms of the, the members of Congress and what is a cartel-busting vote, and that's what you have to go home and you're explain to your constituents that you were with Kevin McCarthy uh, instead of defunding the Department of Justice and the FBI. That's not possible. It might have been possible on a debt limit, and we made that impossible, but it will not be on the front end, and they won't be able to get away with it. So I do think we have a lot of opportunity here. Okay, so, so Russ just told you, because of your efforts, being a force multiplier, contacting people, making those phone calls, we won the first one. How do, Russ, where do they go? I know you're putting this stuff on Twitter, but I want people to get back in, in, in involved in this and, and make sure I realize some people have taken the summer off, but we need people up to speed. We want to immerse people in information. Where do they go over at the, the center right now to get everybody? Let's start doing reps. You've seen uh, hard knocks on HBO about the NFL. We're, we're, we're in camp right now. What, they, people need to do some reps. Where do they go, Russ? 
Yeah, I would direct them to our, our social media channels, uh, at RustVote, at AmRenewCitizen, and we will put it up on all of them. And the first thing, just a very quick action item, we will retweet, we will retruth, we will put it on Getter, the House Freedom Caucus statement that just went up while we were talking. Put that out, convert that, get that thing going. And that's something that can be done today and make that thing go viral. That's the message that will be heading into the next several weeks before they come back in two. Do you have that in front of you? Can you give us a, a quick read on that? What did the House Freedom Caucus just say? I'm not near my uh, I'm not near my social media, and I don't have my I don't have my uh, sure. I can't. Yeah, read this it. is. <laughs> they put out a statement that says these are the terms by which we are going to be able to to allow you to move forward, and it tracks with what we've been talking about, which is you got to have the immigration bill that was a, a lockdown border bill that has to be on. The border security is critical. You've got to defund the weaponization of the Department of Justice. You've got to deal with the woke policies that are making it so we have a military that is aimed at us and not protecting the country. And we've got to get back to spending levels that are pre uh, the Biden weaponization buildup. Those are the terms by which they are putting forward. And they're saying we're not going forward with a continuing resolution unless we get these terms. That went out under the banner of no security, no funding, very critical to get that message out. So no security, uh, no security, uh, no funding, basically, correct? Yep. Perfect. Russ, vote one more time. Your social media, okay? The fight is now; it's starting to heat up. The Warren Posse needs to man the ramparts, and we'll have action items every day to do. Where, where, where do they go once again to follow you on social media? At Russ Vote is mine, and at AM Renew Center is the one for the center. And we will have this up and running. It's already up and running. We will have it updated on an ongoing, continual basis. Uh, and people need to believe. I know that they've, we've had a lot of setbacks, but we're having victories every day, and we can have a victory today. And if we believe the members of Congress that we're act- asking to take a tough stand to shut this government yeah. down will believe as well. They will. Okay. We've had a ton of victories. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, Russ. The fight is now engaged. If we can get that uh, Freedom Caucus uh, tweet and uh, message, we, if Grace and Captain Bannock can put it up, make sure we get it everywhere. Carly Bonet and the great team over at uh, Midnight Writer. Uh, Carrie Lake uh, joins us. Uh, Carrie, um, uh, first off, uh, you're, tell us where you are because you're going to be a surrogate. But the lead story in The Hill this morning, all about two of our guests today, Carrie Lake and Matt Rosendale, and the Mitch McConnell's not happy. But first off, tell me, President Trump's <laughs> announced he ain't going to Milwaukee. He's got better things. To do. He, I think he's washing his hair that night. What is Carrie Lake doing on, uh, on, for the Keebler Elves? Well, we, I am in Milwaukee. It's always good to be in Wisconsin. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm from the Midwest, so I'm always happy to be here in, in the Midwest. And uh, we're going to be watching the debate. I know a lot of people won't be, but we'll be watching it and uh, speaking up for President Trump. I mean, he's been 40 to 60 points up, 40 or 50 points up, I should say, in the polls for months now. He's the obvious uh, nominee. He's going to be the nominee. And this is just it's a waste of his time, frankly. The people of this country know where he stands on the issues. They trust him to get us back on track to get the inflation tamed, to get the economy back on track, to end this uh, war that Joe Biden is dragging us into. The people of this country trust him. He has the greatest name ID in the whole country, and Republicans are ready to get him back 
uh, on the ticket and get him back in the White House. It's really obvious when you have uh, Babe Ruth and then a bunch of t-ball players who you want to put on the team, and it's going to be Babe Ruth. <laughs> Hang on for a second, Carrie. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. Carrie's going to be uh, what they call in the spin room as a surrogate for President Trump because President Trump is too busy that night. He's got more important things to do. They're going to be a massive interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. So that's all happening. And President Trump has announced he ain't doing any debates for a primary. You know why? Because there is no primary. His enemies are trying to set traps nonstop. But President Trump's not going to walk into these traps. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the warm in just a moment. Did you know that current cell phone towers only reach 7% of the Earth's surface? And if you're out of that range, or if a wildfire destroys everything, how will you contact your loved ones? Just look at Maui. That's why you absolutely need a satellite phone and you need it today. With your sat phone, if you can see the sky, you can make a call. It's got 100% global coverage, ensuring You'll always be within reach. Your calls are secure and private. No one's eavesdropping. Even the U.S. military trusts these phones to communicate securely. Your text messages, they're encrypted. Only the intended recipient can read them. Everything you do with this phone is 100% private and 100% secure. Right now, my trusted partner, Satellite Phone Store, is giving you a free Iridium 9555 satellite phone a free solar panel, a free portable power station, and a free large Faraday bag, all with a 15-month plan if you go to sat123.com slash Bannon right now. That's sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon right now. Be ready for anything, earthquake, wildfires, terrorism, with your new satellite phone today, as well as your free bonuses. Visit sat123.com slash Bannon and use the code Steve50, that's Steve50 at checkout for free activation or dial 941-955-1020. That's 941-955-1020 to snag your free Iridium 9555 satellite phone today. That's sat123.com slash Bannon, code Steve50 or call 941 941- Nine five five one zero two zero. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Social media on Truth Social, he was boasting about uh, the debates, why he's not going to do it. He said, the public already knows who I am. Right. And he goes on at the end of the, of the post to say, I will therefore not be doing the debates, plural. It sounds like he might not do any of them. Uh, unfortunately, by skipping the debates, Joe, uh, Donald Trump may actually be helping Joe Biden because he's giving Joe Biden ex- an excuse for not debating Donald Trump. That's one of the things that uh, Ronna McDaniel told the former president when she was trying to get him to do the first debate, but he said, nope, not going to do it. And let's bring in the president of the National Action Network and host of MSNBC's Politics Nation, Reverend Al Sharpton. So, Rev, we're not going to say that this is a cult. We don't know how to define cults. Mika doesn't know how to define cults. I don't know how to define cults. The only thing I will say is, at the same time, you look at this and see that uh, people are going to trust Donald Trump more than they trust their family. They're going to trust Donald Trump 
more than they trust their friends. They're going to trust Donald Trump more than they trust conservative media figures. They're going to trust Donald Trump more than they trust their leaders of faith by almost 30 percentage points, more than they trust their pastors, more than they trust their priests, more than they trust men and women of God. Uh, this, if, if you want to start digging into and studying whether this is a cult or not, and we don't know whether it's a cult or not. My gosh, we're just not qualified to make that assessment. Uh, I know that there are probably going to be a lot of. Get to Al Sharpton's reply there because you got to hear it. But I'm pressed for time. You don't think they're trying to get uh, the message. You don't think their narratives has anything to do with a cult, do you? Just when they drop it 10 times. Carrie Lake, um, the Hill newspaper today starts with your picture and Matt Rosendale. Matt Rosendale will be at the top of the hour about how Mitch McConnell and Steve Daines are in total meltdown that actually MAGA candidates are thinking about running for the United States Senate to represent these fantastic great states out, out west. But then you see right there Steve Ducey absolutely in panic mode from Murdoch saying, Ronald McDaniel told you, if you don't do the debate, then Biden's not going to debate you. Well, hey, Biden's not debating anybody. He's not debating Bobby Kennedy Jr. And Bobby Kennedy Jr. is over 20 <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's, so, it's so won't. absurd. Deucey's bouncing around. He's bouncing around the white sofa again. He's bouncing around like a little kid, you know, like a little kid that's uh, that's got, uh, you know, that, that's got ants in his pants. Right. Well, give oh, me your assessment right and now of how desperate look, they are. Go ahead. Kilmead looks like it just looks despondent, doesn't he? He's been pushing so hard for DeSantis, and DeSantis has flamed out in a historic way, almost as if DeSantis is on a suicide mission, and Kilmeade's just sitting there despondent. Fox is not going to have good ratings. Everyone's going to be talking about the two people Fox hates most, Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson that night, and that's who people are going to be watching. You know, they'll watch a few clips from this debate, but you can watch those. You don't have to tune into Fox to get those clips. You can get them, uh, you know, online or find them on Twitter. They're not going to be watching, like I said, the T-ball team when they have, you know, uh, the when they have Tucker and asking actually legitimate questions, not gotcha questions, not trying to bring President Trump down, but asking him legitimate questions. They're going to watch that. The public knows what is going on here. They know that, as you said, it's a setup. Brett Baer is going to be in there, and he was going to try to throw a bunch of bombs at, at Trump. Then you're going to have four or five people coming after him, Chris Christie bloviating, uh, Ron DeSantis sweating and melting down. It was just going to be a, a stupid thing where nothing uh, important got put out. They weren't going to give Trump an option to talk about what he wants to do to get America back on track. He's better off with Tucker. And they'll have tens of millions of people watching compared to, I, I think, what will be record low debate numbers for Fox. Yes, um, we're going to cover it on Getter. I'll have more about that. But Tucker with the president uh, in uh, Milwaukee, the Keebler L. So you get a choice. You either get Tucker Carlson and Donald J. Trump, or you get the Keebler L's and Brett Baer. I'll let you pick them. I'll let you pick no them. Brainer. Okay, real quickly. Um, no brainer. Uh, real quickly, uh, before we go, Carrie Lake, you're a surrogate for President Trump out there. God bless you. You're doing the duty with the Keebler L's this week. But uh, what about this article in The Hill? 
Monday mornings, the start of the week politically, it's the lead story. It's got your picture, Matt Rosendale's picture, and Steve <laughs> Daines, and the and the and the and the Chamber of Commerce and the Union Party are not happy with you, ma'am. Oh, I know. I mean, they're calling me a bad candidate. I, you know, not only is that not true, uh, we ran the greatest campaign, I think, in the country last cycle. And it, all, it was all about we the people, all about the people of Arizona who haven't had great representation, unfortunately, by politicians who are just in D.C. to line their pockets. So if I decide to jump in, I will be an incredible candidate because I will be representing the people of Arizona. I'll make that decision. You know, my question is, who the heck do they want? Do they want Doug Duke? Do they think Doug Ducey is a good candidate? Do they think Karen Robeson is a good candidate? Who do they want? I know what the polling shows. The polling shows in a three-way race, I beat both Kirsten Sinema, who votes in lockstep with Joe Biden, and I beat this other guy, this socialist Marxist. So I, I'm not worried about it. We're going to win if we jump yeah. into it. But my question they want, is, they want who somebody does Mitch they, McConnell want? They want... He wants somebody he can control, right? Somebody he can control. He can't control you. That's why they want picket. They got, you know, they got a lot of people. I don't even think he can control what comes out of his mouth anymore. I mean, there's something going on right now with him, and I'm not sure he can even control it. Well, we saw it. I don't know what it is. There's something medically. When you you freeze up like that, (laughs) and they have to, like, take your body and move it away from the podium, something's going on there. And, and he's going to make all the decisions about who represents the people of Arizona? I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me, Steve. Okay, how can people follow you this week particularly? Because you're going to be in Milwaukee as a surrogate for the president. How can people follow you, ma'am? They can follow me on Twitter, on Facebook, on Getter, on Truth Social, um, <clears throat> you know, all of the various places that you can find me, whatever you're comfortable with. And you can go to carrylake.com. We're going to have some... Um, Movement, I think, on some of our cases this week, of course, I'm being sued by a government official, election official, politician for defamation, for having the courage to speak out and point out the wrongdoings in uh, this election in 2020 and in 2022. And uh, he can't handle the heat in the kitchen. And so we're being sued for defamation. We'll probably have some movement on that case and other cases this week um, as well. Carrie Lake, thank you for taking time away. Look forward to tracking you in Milwaukee. You're doing it so we don't have to. Thank you, man. <laughs> That's right. I'll take the pain here. And you can, uh, we'll be watching you as well, Steve, uh, on debate night. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, we're going to be covering the Tucker president. Uh, we'll tell you how we're going to do it uh, on a live stream. Um, okay, to step back and just put it strategically, I want the audience because you're man in the ramparts. So we also want you to have the big picture. On Trump, they've got the lawfare. And Professor Dershowitz came on early on, wrote the book, Get Trump. He laid out the entire thing. If you read the book, it's the entirely what they did. And he told you how they were going to do it and what they were going to do and the weakness in, in that. But they're coming to that lawfare. They're also coming to him with the alternate, the Fox, the Murdoch trap. Murdoch's got, you know, he's got Youngkin, he's got Kemp. He had them both on stage down with Eric Erickson. So he got that part of it. You got the entire media part, cult. You're now a cult, right? Um, but one thing that they also are coming with, and this is why I had Professor Dershowitz on, the moment it happened, because I told you it was going to be a big deal. You had these two, I don't know, constitutional scholars with the Federal Society, which is Leonard Leo's group that curated everybody that was coming up to be judges and justices and all that, were, were once a big ally of President Trump. The Federal Society, not all of them, but some, have come up with this convoluted, 
Trump's an insurrectionist, so therefore he cannot run for president. The 14th Amendment now, as I told you, was going to happen. Gavin Newsom now has tried to weaponize this, and Gavin Newsom has just announced that they're going to move forward, I don't know, with a special session or somehow with the California legislature to try to use this as a predicate to take Donald J. Trump off the ballot. We've asked uh, Professor Dershowitz to change his schedule and join us today. Professor Dershowitz, you blew this out of the water last week as soon as it came up. But they're relentless about this all weekend. You got you got tribe. You got all your buddies at Harvard. They're all up there. They're saying, no, this is legitimate. He's an insurrectionist. 14th Amendment, 14th Amendment. And now you've got Newsom moving to take him off the ballot. Where do we stand, sir? Well, first of all, I predicted that in my book, at Trump. I have a whole section on the complicity of the media and academia. And this was an obvious ploy. The Constitution simply doesn't permit this. There's no procedure. What Tribe says is it's self-enforcing. In other words, any secretary of state, any governor who doesn't like a candidate can enforce it. For example, the governor of Texas could suddenly decide that uh, uh, Joe Biden is an insurrectionist because of his failure to control the borders, and he can disqualify uh, Joe Biden. This will cause a constitutional crisis. Look, the framers of the Constitution took so much care to make it so difficult to impeach a sitting president, even if he has committed treason. You need two-thirds of the Senate to get rid of a president who's committed treason. Do you think the framers of the 14th Amendment would have simply allowed any secretary of state without any process without any procedure to simply say, no, we think President Trump has engaged in insurrection, even though no court has ever found that. And therefore, we're going to take him off our ballot and we're going to create a constitutional crisis. That is simply wrong. Professor Tribe does not know what he's talking about. And I guarantee you one thing, if the shoe were on the other foot, if this were an attempt to disqualify a Democrat, Professor Tribe would be writing exactly the opposite article and citing exactly the same sources, because you can always count on Tribe to twist, distort, and turn the Constitution to come out to make his political points. That's why we're different. I'm not smarter than Tribe. I'm just more honest. I look at the Constitution not through the eyes of partisan or political politics. As you know, I'm not myself a Trump supporter. I look at it through the eyes of history, the framers. He first looks at the result he wants, and then he manipulates and figures out how we can get at that result. And Judge Ludic has, although he's been a very, very conservative and cautious Republican, has just decided to join this on the other side and the other two professors, too. They're just dead wrong. You don't have a constitutional procedure for disqualifying a candidate without setting up procedures for how you do it. As Felix Frankfurter once said, this, the story of liberty is a story of procedures. And if you lack a procedure and you just say it's self-enforcing, any secretary of state, any governor can deprive me of the right to run to vote against Donald Trump for the third time and deny you the right to vote for Donald Trump the third time. That's not what America is about. America is about an election. If you don't like Donald Trump, vote against him, campaign against him, contribute against him. But don't try to disqualify him and tens of millions of Americans who want to vote for him. That's un-American and unconstitutional. 
I just want to go back to the to the to the and I've only got a minute here, but I'll hold you through. When they came out with their initial analysis on the Fourteenth Amendment, you said that was dead wrong. That was only about the Civil War. Can you give us a minute on that before we go to break? Sure. The Fourteenth Amendment is about the Civil War. It talks about not having to pay for emancipated slaves. It talks about not having to pay the debts of the Confederacy. And then it says people who have been involved in the in the in the revolt, which meant the Civil War. And you didn't need a procedure for that. <laughs> Confederates were proudly proclaiming their uh, their support for the Confederacy. So it was very obvious who fought against the United States. But if you try to project that now, uh, 150, 60 years forward, you need a process. You need a procedure. And the 14th Amendment was designed only, only to make sure that those who fought in the Civil War against the Union could not run for office. Uh Professor Dershowitz, just hang on for one second. The book is Get Trump. The professor is Alan Dershowitz of Harvard, who is not a Trump supporter, but a very big advocate of what the Constitution does say and does not say in this situation. Back in a moment. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, the, the reason this is important the lawfare is not working for them. You can tell that by the polling. They've got to do this is a psyop. They know they don't have a ground. Tribe knows that this is not constitutional. And Professor Dershowitz knows that Tribe knows this is not constitutional. That's not the point of what they're doing. And Ludic, too. And Ludic's one of the most revered guys on the right. And you're going to have a lot of the federal society. It's going to overwhelm. It's going to be a massive psyop narrative drive. Understand they can't actually win this. It's all people, well, you know. Really, can Trump win a general if he really maybe he's an insurrectionist and maybe the 14th Amendment, he can't go on these? That's when Newsom's doing it. This is this is the launch pad for Newsom's run to replace Biden when they get rid of Biden because of the sellout to the Chinese Communist Party. Newsom's this in the November uh, debate with Ron the Robot. This is Newsom's move. He's making his move. He's showing the progressive left. Hey, stop your whining and clamoring. I'm taking the guy off the ballot in the most powerful state in the union. 
Professor Dershowitz, you've called all this from the very beginning. I asked you to come on the show the very moment I saw that report out there. I said, here they come. The, the lawfares, you know, Fonnie Willis, all the stuff that's in trust uh, and get Trump is being exposed in the polling. The American people don't understand. I said, this is too much. This is their second. This is this is the drive they're going to have. He's an insurrectionist. He's not eligible to run. And even handed common sense people will say that. Professor Dershowitz, the book, and how are you going to fight this? Because I'm telling you, this is going to be a firestorm. I can see it coming. Well, I've challenged Tribe to a debate anywhere, anytime, any place with anyone you being uh, the moderator. He cannot defend and sustain this position. It would be the end of democracy in America if every secretary of state and if every governor of a state that opposes a candidate can determine who's on the ballot. It just It's the end of process. There's no process for doing this. It's just up to individuals. And it can't be allowed to happen because the other side will do the same thing. The Republican governors will start disqualifying or trying to disqualify Biden. And neither should work. The American public should make that decision. Let them make the case. You know, this procedure doesn't even require a conviction. It doesn't even require a complaint. All it requires is Well, we think he's an insurrectionist. And if we think he's an insurrectionist, you can't vote for him. What an undemocratic thing to do. And Professor Tribe ought to be ashamed of himself. And let's see if he's willing to come out of the environs of Harvard and debate me on national television. Let's let the American public hear both sides of this issue. CNN won't present both sides of this issue. They present the tribe and Ludic without any answers. And the same thing is going to be true of other channels. Let there be a real debate. That's what America is about. Debate, discussion, and voting, I, not yeah. having a couple of people make decisions for us. By, by the way, I recommend I recommend it be nationally broadcast and maybe Harvard Law School could do it. And by the way, it. I'll throw it up right now. It's tribe, tribe and Ludic versus Dershowitz, so two on one. Dershowitz Fair will fight. take them both on, same time. Right. Fair, fair fight. Professor Dershowitz, where do they get the book? Where do they get your podcast? Where do they get all of it? We're going we're gonna to push to get this debate. You can only get my book on Amazon because local bookstores won't sell a book called Get Trump. And so it's been a bestseller on Amazon, but you can't find it in your bookstore. My uh, podcast on today, it's called The Dirt Show. It's on Rumble and YouTube and other, other platforms. And I will be discussing this issue today at great length and doing a kind of Harvard Law School class on why tribe is dead oh, perfect. wrong. We will link to that and push that out. Professor Dershowitz, thank you for changing your schedule day to join us. Very important. Happy time. Thank you. Remember, uh, his point, Dershowitz's point, hey, I want to have, as an American citizen, I want to have the option to vote against Trump the third time. And this is the guy that defended him in the first impeachment because he said it was unconstitutional. But the constitutional aspects of it. So this is not a Trump. This is not he's not MAGA. But he knows the Constitution. This 14th Amendment thing, write it down. They're coming. You're going to hear it. They're going to get in California. Every place is going to try to take Trump off. Uh, Richard Barris, the, one of the reasons they're doing this, brother, is they understand what they've, what they've done to date is not working. Give me a, give me a minute or so, and I'm going to hold you through the break. What, they're, what yeah. they've done so far is yeah. not working, correct? Steve, as always, thanks for having me. Uh, they wouldn't be doing this if they thought they could beat him. So you hear everybody talking about how oh, you, know, you can't get a guy who's charged with felonies elected. He's unelectable. Everyone's been saying this for the better part of six months now. He's in. And, and by the way, I got to give a hat tip to Harry Enten. He's the only one who has been honest 
in the election mafia, the media yeah. favorite pundit crowd. Uh, he's been the only one, Steve, who's been honest. Trump is in a stronger position today than he ever was in 2020 and 2016. This is not 2020, and it's not even 16 when he won. He is doing much better, significantly better among key groups. They know it. They see it. And that's why they're doing this, because they have no other choice in their minds. They're going to get obliterated. And this is about survival for them. This isn't about winning an election. They are afraid he's going to come back in there and start rounding up the, you know, the, the, <laughs> The people who wronged him, you know? I mean, that's really, come on, let's be real. Wrong the nation, not wrong the nation. Hang on for a second. I'm going to hold you through the break. We have Matt Rosendale is going to join us. Chris Kobach of Kansas is going to join us. We're packed. But I got some questions to talk through with Barris on the polling. And Harry Enten of CNN, he has been on us. Okay, we're going to leave you, Billy Joe Shaver. Get behind me, Satan. Do it now. Back in a moment in the war room. Jesus Christ of Nazareth here. Get thee behind me, Satan. Oh, I command in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I looked into the mirror and I couldn't see myself. The demons that were in me had turned me wrong side out. Inside my soul, I was a headed straight for hell, but I couldn't for my life figure how to help myself. And I said, Get deep behind me, sin, for I commanded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout 
for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.